welcome back to Tales of Southwest Michigan's Past. This is Michael Delaware. I am your host. In this episode, we're going to talk about the history of a very special hiking trail that runs through Southwest Michigan, and it's called the North Country Trail. In March of 1980, Congress passed legislation authorizing the North Country Scenic Trail but the story goes back much earlier than that. Today, the trail is managed by hardworking volunteers and runs not only through Michigan, but also seven other states. In fact, it is the longest hiking trail in the United States, and it's a distance of over 3,200 miles, and a good portion of this goes right through southwest Michigan. There are also several chapter organizations that care for and maintain the various sections of the trail along the route. And my guest today, who's going to discuss this amazing organization, as well as the trail's history, is Dave Cornell from the Chief Noonday chapter here in southwest Michigan. And we're going to discuss the trail's history, as well as what their organization is working on for this coming year. So welcome to the show, Dave. Thank you for taking time to be on the podcast today. Thanks, Michael. It's good to be here. Well, great. Well, Dave, could you start with a, a little background on yourself? Uh, how did you become involved with the North Country Trail? I was uh, able to retire early, and uh, one of my goals upon retirement was to hike the Appalachian Trail which I oh. did over several years, uh, starting in 1993. Wow. I grew to love the, the trail, the National Scenic Trail System. And upon returning to Michigan, I became involved with the North Country Trail, which, as you mentioned, runs through Michigan. Okay. So you were a section hiker on the AT. That's incredible. How, lo how long did it take you to, to finish that? Took me three years. I uh, did about 800 miles each in three summers. Wow, that's a lot of work. So the history of the concept of this trail begins as early as the 1960s. Is that correct? Uh, it's a hard question to answer. I would answer it a little bit different. Uh, okay. You're referring to legislation, but. The history of the National Scenic Trails really started back in the early 1920s. Wow. A gentleman by the name of Benton McKay uh, conceived of the idea of a national trail system. Mm -hmm. um, he pioneered the concept. He also uh, brought about um, a working relationship between trail people and the federal government federal government okay. represented by the park service trail people represented by trail organizations okay. it's a partnership that's unique and still working today okay oh i've heard of him he's uh, had quite an influence on they also have a benton mckay trail now um, that yeah. intersects with the at that's uh quite something so what were the some of the history events that led up to it finally getting established as yeah we're gonna we're gonna make the north country scenic trail a, a project so, um towards the end of his life i heard uh 
a great senator give a, a talk about our trail and other trails. His name was uh, Gaylord uh, Nelson. He was from the, center, the state of Wisconsin. Okay. And his uh, introduction, when he was introduced as a speaker, they told about all the great things that he had done. He founded National uh, uh, Outdoor Day and different different concepts. And uh, when he spoke, he said, you know, uh, the population growth has made a lot of those great achievements that happened in the past uh, almost meaningless today. And mm. what he was trying to get to his audience is that National Scenic Trails and the North Country Trail, being one of them, have an unlimited potential to expose people to the outdoors. Um, all of our national parks are, are uh, hard to get into, mm -hmm. uh, beautiful, and of course, well loved. But the trail system is uh, still there, wide open for anybody to use, doesn't cost you a penny, and it collects, it, and it connects, pardon me, all of the great sites in these United States. It is so true. There is such a, a culture that's built up around the Appalachian Trail. Um, it's got a lot of attention. It, it almost uh, overshadows some of the other ones, like uh, the Pacific Crest Trail, I think gets a lot of attention now in recent years. But um, I know the not a lot of people know about the North Country Trail, when you, unless they've been a, an avid hiker. Um, it's, uh, it's kind of an unknown trail system and uh you're right michael and uh the longest section yeah. isn't the longest section in michigan yeah and and yeah uh, it's sad i mean uh, we wish more people um uh, did know about it did support it but it's a slow process it was a slow process for the appalachian trail it's a slow process mm -hmm. for the pacific crest and it's a slow process for the north country trail but it is constantly growing, constantly becoming more used, and that's the end, end goal. And that's what's exciting. Yep. Yeah. And getting back to a little bit of what you said before, um, National Scenic Trails have a relationship with the Park Service that uh, is fluctuating. Mm -hmm. The Park Service will say, okay, we're going we're gonna to do A, B, and C for the uh, Appalachian Trail. We won't be able to do quite so much for the Pacific Crest. And we won't be able to do quite so much for the North Country Trail. But they're always there supporting us. And as time goes by, that support grows greater and greater and greater. That's good. As that support grows greater, um, it helps the chapters, the, the North Country Trail Association and others uh, build the trail, protect the trail, and make it more usable and, and people-friendly. That's great. So after the legislation passed in 1980, when did the construction of the trail begin in Michigan or had it started before then or it, it actually it started before then uh, a little bit uh, on uh, not uh, being uh, trying to avoid your question but a little bit of trail um, uh, planning uh, history it is the case that all trails North Country Trail Appalachian Trail and all the other National Scenic Trails, are, uh, the planning process 
consists of uh, trying to build a string of pearls. Mm -hmm. So there's always, uh, the trail is always headed to the next attraction along the way. And when this trail was authorized by Congress, like you say, in 1960, a lot of those pearls were already known and there was access to them. Um, Mm -hmm. So much of the trail planning in early construction was recognizing those pearls and incorporating them in the trail planning process. Okay. Wow. And so let's talk about the the geographic length of the trail for people that are unaware of it. It starts in North Dakota, right? Lake Sacagawea, right. right. Okay, and then it travels through North Dakota and it goes through Minnesota and then goes kind of go through northern Minnesota, then comes back south, crosses through a little bit of Wisconsin, and then it enters Michigan in the Upper Peninsula. Is that right? Correct. Then it goes all the way across the UP, and essentially the trail crosses the Mackinac Bridge, right? That's the only way it can get to the Lower Peninsula, right. and that's correct. Yep. And then it comes all the way, kind of goes through western Michigan, northwestern Michigan, and then it enters into the southwest Michigan area in Barrie County, goes through Kalamazoo, Calhoun, and exits to Ohio through Hillsdale County. And then the route continues like through the south of Ohio. Then it goes north again, goes up through Pennsylvania, diagonally across New York, essentially, and then winds up in Vermont. And so this, this string of pearls is quite extensive. <laughs> it is. And actually now the, uh, the uh, legislation's in place, and I think maybe passed, that connects the... Uh, North Country Trail to the AT in uh, in Vermont. Oh, wow. Okay. That's quite an achievement. So it would connect with that, just like some of the other trails are. I think the Benton Mackay Trail runs into the AT. There's a few other trails. There's talk of maybe bringing the Florida Trail all the way up to the AT. Is that one of the ones that I'm correct you on? Know, uh, there, no. The, the trail planning process is never complete Mm -hmm. it's like the old saying about a snake the the uh, living concept of a trail is really important Mm -hmm. they're always moving always trying to do a better job of connecting that string of pearls and uh, so extending the trail uh, making it uh, more inclusive bringing it into a larger picture is always something every trail manager is trying to do okay so is the North Country Trail complete? Can you walk it from one end to the other now, or are there sections still under construction? Well, answering that in the widest possible scope, the trail is complete. By that, I mean to say you can, and people have walked the trail from one end to the other. Okay. And each year, there's more of people doing that. But most trail people would say... A, uh, a definition of complete means that the trail is off-road from beginning to end. Right, right. And that is not the case. We do walk road. When I first hiked the Appalachian Trail, there was road walks. Okay. Yeah. The Continental Divide Trail is still a lot of road walking. Sure. In its current and, form. Uh, it is, it is uh, uh, 
always the goal of every trail planner to seek trail protection. By that, I mean, it's first it's in the planning stage, it's on a road maybe, or maybe not complete, mm -hmm. and then it's off road, and then uh, the trail is protected by some sort of arrangement with a landowner. Either the land is bought, or there's um, a deed, or there's uh, a, a, a lease. There's some way that the trail is protected. I see. Uh, the North Country Trail is um, much of it is still on road, but that that is off road is now starting to be protected. We're we're very fortunate. One of the first pieces to be protected was in uh, Kalamazoo County, just north of uh, uh, Calhoun County. It's called the Hutchinson Land, but it used to be called the the Angel Farm. And it's a beautiful piece of land adjacent to Augusta. Wow. That's uh, that's great that that's happening there. So it's just a matter of just working each way down the trail and um, getting that to be the case all the way along its length. Is that right? That's right. The like I say, the the people that are planning and working on this trail day to day always have their eye on the prize, and the prize is trail protection. Okay. They want it first off road. They want it uh, on uh, a place where it's beautiful. But all the way along the way, they're thinking about protecting this trail. Great. And when a piece is protected, like uh, the Hutchinson Farm is now protected, um, it's a cause for uh, a celebration. And we did have one a little while ago on the Hutchinson land where the National Park Service uh, dedicated the land, took the deed from Hutchinson, and people from Battle Creek, Kalamazoo, Augusta can go out, park at the trailhead, which is on Augusta Drive, and walk up the hill. When they walk up the hill, they will notice that they're on the highest point in Kalamazoo County when they get at the top. Wow. And they can look all the way across the, the Kalamazoo Valley, and uh, it's a beautiful sight. And like I say, that's one of the pearls, one of the reasons that trail people work so hard to get permission to cross land, to get permission to buy it, and to protect it. Wow. So do you have any stories of the creation of the trail here in Michigan from your own experience? Uh, I was lucky in the sense that uh, working with the Park Service across the three counties that are under the uh, direction of the Chief Noonday chapter that I was able to walk the trail in that in that air in this area and look at the pearls trying to get the pearls trying to get them connected mm -hmm. dealing with landowners and uh, land use managers dealing with the park service dealing with volunteers it was just a wonderful experience overall and to pick one um thing that happened or one event um is very hard but mm -hmm. the the uh People that work on the trail are all long ball hitters. They're people that are going to be around and have been around for years. Mm -hmm. And uh, part of the joy, at least for me, and I'm sure many others, is being associated with these people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've taken some of the hikes along sections of the trail here uh, in Kalamazoo, um, Calhoun County. I haven't hiked any sections over in Hillsdale yet, but mostly in Calhoun County and done a little bit up in Barrie County. And there, it's just a great trail. I mean, it's pretty well marked. 
and there are some interesting changes as you go along the way. I mean, obviously, you're going to cross rivers and you're going to cross uh, uh, pastures and forest land and uh, all sorts of interesting scenic sections as you go through this part of the country. It goes through the bird sanctuary, doesn't it? Or right next to it? It does. Yeah. If you think of it all as uh, pearls on a string, uh, you start down in Calhoun County or Hillsdale and you go north. And as you look at each county along the way, mm -hmm. you make a list in your mind of the things in that county that are things you'd like to see, places you'd like to go. And almost invariably, the North Country Trail goes to each one of them. Yep. Yep. And it walks right through downtown Battle Creek um, along the it linear does. path. And um, that's correct. A lot, it goes right by a lot of historic landmarks in that, right by Clara's on the river and a lot of other great places uh, <laughs> you know, in town, the old train stations and stuff like that. Um, and so it, um, can you tell us a little bit about what the Chief Noonday chapter is working on with the, the North Country Trail and what are some of the projects you guys have in the works? Well, uh, the... Um... North Country Trail uh, Association is headquartered in Lowell, Michigan, okay. and um, is consists of paid staff members that work hand in hand with the National Park Service. Uh, the North Country Trail has its own superintendent, mm -hmm. and that Park Service office is also located in Lowell, Michigan. Okay. The Chief Noonday Chapter is in charge of building, maintaining, and working with both the North Country Trail Association and the Park Service to protect the trail. Okay. So uh, there's, there's uh, if you went to a meeting, we have them on the second Wednesday of the month in Dalton, Michigan at the library, mm -hmm. and you looked at the agenda of the meeting, you would see that there's uh, people reporting on hikes that they've had, people reporting on trail work that's being done or planned. Um, they're working about, they're talking about trail protection, what landowners they're talking to, what landowners they're trying to negotiate with, uh, where that stands. So it's a continuum of all kinds of things happening all the time. Oh, okay. But it is this marvelous public-private a relationship that causes this trail to be uh, as usable, uh, pardon the expression, as free mm -hmm. as you could possibly be. Yeah. When you go into a, a national park, you're going to pay money or show a pass, mm -hmm. but you can get on the Na North Country National Scenic Trail, hike through Battle Creek and through Kalamazoo and Berry counties and never pay a penny. That's great. And park park free, see great things, meet great people. It's just a wonderful experience. Yeah. And now what, uh, is there like a geographic section of the trail that the Noonday is responsible for? Is it, or is it by county or how, how is yes. it broken up into chapters? It, most all of Michigan is broken down to counties. By that I mean to say each chapter has... Uh, as is purview, certain uh, uh, counties, and ours is 
uh, Barry County on the north and Calhoun County on the south and Kalamazoo in between. Okay. Kalamazoo County is, we have over the years been successful in getting all the trail off the roads. Wow. Okay. And big achievement, huge achievement. And we're, we're working hard on it in Barry County and Cal, Calhoun County all the time. And, um, like I say, one of the first pieces along the trail, the entire North Country Trail that was purchased by the Park Service for the public's use was the piece just outside of Augusta, which took place a couple of years ago. Okay. And so Hillsdale has their own chapter down there? They do. Okay. Bob East, it's called. Okay. Okay. And then that, and then north of you, there's another chapter that goes up through, I guess, Grand Rapids and wherever it goes up. Yeah, it would be the Grand Rapids chapter. It was the okay. first chapter in uh michigan well there's an argument about that <laughs> there's a there's people up in the upper peninsula that say they were first but anyway when i first became associated with the north country trail there was no chapter in uh southern michigan it was uh, the biggest one was and the only one was the chapter in grand rapids the one i first belonged to okay so how many chapters are there in michigan today Boy, now you got me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say a guess, probably fifteen. That's just a guess. Okay. I can't. I know most of them, but I can't. I've never counted them up. Well, I mean, even the length of chapter that your chapter has—that's quite a bit of trail to be stewards of. You know, I mean, that's uh, three counties of trail. That's uh, quite a distance, and that's uh, quite an organization. One of the. Uh, that's right. One of the uh, the jobs, probably the biggest job, is uh, maintaining the trail. Mm -hmm. Every section of the trail, uh, maybe a mile, maybe three miles, has a maintainer. Okay. So those maintainers, uh, number one, they they um, if there's a landowner involved, they talk and keep track of the landowner, let them know what we're doing and ask him if he has any problems with the trail. And uh, sawyers come through and cut down trees that fall across the trail. Uh, people maintain the trail, uh, try and upgrade the trail all the time to make it a better hiking experience. Mm -hmm. But uh, like you say, that's a long distance and there's a lot of people involved. Uh, the Chief Noonday chapter has more than 400 members. Yeah. And uh, there's, a, there's a group of them that are our biggest asset, those are the people that are trail maintainers. Those mm -hmm. are people that watch out and protect the trail at every junction. I would imagine that there are sections of the trail that are remote where you would have to backpack in a chainsaw to fix fallen logs after a storm or something. I mean, that must be quite a project, you know, to take tackle fixing some sections of the trail that are maybe far removed from a parking location, you know. <laughs> you got it. Uh, the uh, the fact is that not just anybody can do it. Right. The Park Service maintains a training program so that we have sawyers that are certified by the Park Service that when trees are down, go in and cut them up. Right. So it's not just the maintainer. It's there's specialists come in with him. Right. But it's not an easy thing to do. Many times you're parking at point A and walking the trail to point B and then riding a bike back or doing things. But the one thing we try to do is we try to design and build the trail and 
places where people are going to feel that they're in the out of doors. They're not walking down a corridor with houses on each side. They're walking through a forest right. or a glen or along a stream mm-hmm. or across the hillside. Uh, always trying to give them the feeling of being out of doors because that's what trails do. Right. It's to, it's to get away. I mean, that's the whole reason I hike them, you know. Uh, Amen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it gives you a chance. There's disconnect from the whole machinery of society and just enjoy nature, you know. And, um, in fact, I just talking to you, I want to go out and hiking. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the, well, we love that. <laughs> are there, are there um, I, I don't know, I haven't really hiked a longer lane, so maybe the remote areas. Are there uh, hiking shelters or are there plans for hiking shelters uh, on the North Country Trail like they have along the Appalachian Trail and that sort of thing? So when you, when you plan a trail... Uh, you're always thinking about the user. Mm-hmm. And when you plan that trail off-road, then you're trying to think about the user. How far can he go without a water source? Right. Where is he going to pitch his tent? Is he going to stay in a motel? Where can he go eat if he doesn't have food with him? Mm-hmm. All those things enter into what I'll call in general the mapping service. Right. So when you get a map to the North Country Trail and you start studying it, you'll be hard-pressed not to be able to answer all of those questions which I just wrote. Yeah. There, there always is going to be a guideline there to show you where you can go to get things and where you can stay. That's good. Our trail is far from the Appalachian Trail. Mm-hmm. The Appalachian Trail has tent sites and hard sites and... Mm-hmm log uh, buildings along the way we don't have that yet we have it in some parts of the trail there's a lot of it in new york state some of it in the up but what we're really looking at is getting places where the hiker can get water where he can use a bathroom where he can do all kinds of things Um, eventually yes we're going to have tent sites we're going to have shelters but that's years down the road we're we're really trying now to get the trail off road we're really trying mm-hmm. to get it protected eventually those those things will follow right so the the culture of say trail magic that they describe on appalachian trails where there there really is a a cultural phenomenon that developed around the trail where people provide uh bed and breakfasts and lodging and all sorts of things along its length um, also, this they they provide supplies exist next to the trail and stuff. They will put out supplies for hikers, but a lot of that has to do with the traffic on the trail as well. That's true, Michael. the The, the fact is that every trail planner always thinks of the Appalachian Trail as the goal. Right. When I hike the Appalachian Trail, if you walked out to a road. You didn't have to drop your pack. You didn't have to stick your finger out. Uh-huh. People would stop their car and ask if they could help you. Wow. Uh, more and more of that is happening in Michigan. As people become aware of the trail, as they become aware of the fact that people that hike the trail are many times unable to help themselves, 
they will stop and offer to drive them, stop and offer to help them find places. It, it is a form of trail magic. It is something that has grown. But as the trail becomes better known, it will also grow and be better known. That's a very good point. And I think if uh, more people just get involved or look at the, uh, for example, in Southwest Michigan, if they check in with the Chief Noonday chapter, they can find out where the trail falls in their neck of the woods. And maybe they can, uh, if they're not going to hike it themselves, maybe they can be a part of uh, supporting those that do. We have a, we have a, a Chief Noonday website, and I'd urge your listeners to visit that site because it will only take them a second to see where they can become more involved, where they could uh, join hikes, where they could join work parties, mm -hmm. where they could join others in providing support. Um, there's people that post on our website saying, hey, they need help getting from A to B. And there's many times uh, people associated with the trail that will message them back and say, I'll be glad to help. That's great. Great. So I will put the link to that in the show note descriptions for anybody out there listening. If they want to check out the Chief Noonday chapter, I'll also put the northcountrytrail.org website link, which has a lot of the information on the trail, the entire trail association. And um, do you guys have any uh, uh, projects or events coming up that uh, people should know about? Maybe some group hikes or things that are on the horizon this summer? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could remember them all. Okay. Um, so there are um, links along the way, like uh, trail towns. Mm -hmm. uh, there are uh, uh, places where the trail crosses land uh, used by the land is uh, used and protected by organizations that are outdoor organizations. Mm -hmm. Um I'm trying to remember the exact name of one. It's called the Buttermilk Festival. It's in Barry County. And uh, there's an organization um, near the uh, Barry County State Game Area that owns the land. And I know uh, the North Country Trail Chief Noonday Chapter is going to be uh, involved in a big festival there. We have a booth there. We try and tell people more about the North Country Trail. And these events occur not just during the summer, during the hiking season, but during the year. We have our our little booth with our that <laughs> is kind of knocked down that we can put together with banners, and we try and show people what we're about, hand out brochures, and uh, answer people's questions. Um, I wish I could tell you more of the things that are out there, but truthfully. Um, the best thing for people to do if they're interested is to check our our website and, like you say, the North Country Trail website, and they'll find a list of all of those events mm -hmm. and uh, who to contact, what time they're available, etc. And I think you guys have a free newsletter they can subscribe to as well and get information and updates in their email if they want to follow along. We do. That's great. So what is your what is your favorite section of the NCT that you've worked on? Uh, or do you have one? I would say the, <laughs> I do have one. I, I, um, uh, I had a long history of working with the Hutchinsons, the landowners of this piece just north of Augusta, Michigan. Mm -hmm. and, um, to see that come to fruition and see the trail and see the park service, uh, get involved. Uh, that's gotta be one of my favorite places. Mm -hmm. 
I, I've worked with township supervisors many times. Those supervisors will take me to what their favorite place is, and that becomes one of mine, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember visiting uh, places in uh, Kellogg Forest, beautiful, beautiful sites where we've built uh, bridges across Augusta Creek, and we've um, worked with uh, other agencies to build a, uh, a covered, uh, reconstruct a covered um, a bridge across Augusta Creek. There's, there's sites and places where as I'm walking along, I'm 85 now, I don't do quite as much as I used to, mm-hmm. but as I'm walking along, uh, they bring back so many fond memories. Yeah, yeah and the Kellogg Forest is a beautiful place, beautiful section of the NCT. It is. It's just great. There's a, a site there that uh, your listeners will get a great kick out of. Um, the Kellogg Forest is really designed, and, and uh, so is the Kellogg Biological Station, really designed to be educational. Mm-hmm. So people can walk through there and they can see that the management is trying to uh, lay out the land and the use of the land mm-hmm. in a manner so as to educate farmers or land use managers of uh, good and continuing practices. And one of the things I get a kick out of is the dairy farm at uh, KBS Kellogg Biological Station, yeah. where they've got a self-milking station. <laughs> so uh, cows are trained to run themselves through this milking parlor and get milked and then get back out and uh, use the uh, land and then come back in later and try and get milked again. They've got a little tag on their ear that uh, programs everything. But there's events like that along and places like that along the trail that when people stumble on them, they're absolutely amazed. They come home in the evening to tell their spouse or their loved ones what they saw and they just can't wait to tell them the story wow. because <laughs> they saw amazing things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and every time you go out on the trail, there's always something amazing. I have seen deer uh, with wildlife. I mean, I've seen all kinds of um, wildlife you just don't see in the city. I mean, I've seen owls. I've seen deer. I've seen any number of you know Michigan wildlife that, that hangs out on these trails. You know, you'll cross the path and say, yeah, you get that little bit of moment of, uh, you know, connecting with the, the animal friends out there, you know. We, uh... <laughs> Mike, we, we love to say that everybody that uses the trail, each time they use it, they're going to have a new experience. Mm-hmm. Of course, we don't put the animals there or the birds or anything, but we try and lay the trail out and design it in such a manner so that people that use the trail are going to constantly be exposed to the opportunity yep. to see wildlife and bird life and um we have people that leave uh, there's along the trail as people walk they will come across registers mm-hmm. um, they're actually uh, in a box and they're uh, usually a notebook where people will tell those that follow them what they saw what they did oh. um, and many times i know when my wife hikes with me that's the first thing she jumps on she wants to see that register and see what people saw what they mm-hmm. did and did they enjoy it and uh, maybe many times she'll know some of those people, yeah. but it's always something where people, when they hit that register box, are going to write in it and tell about what they saw and why they had such a good mm-hmm. time. And many times, just reading that register box uh, gives people a jolt, something that they say, "Wow, this is something I didn't realize." Yeah, this. yeah, that's a. I'm going to have to keep my eye out for those and check them out. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it's been a pleasure having you on today, Dave. Um, any last-minute uh, suggestions that you'd like to tell people about the North Country Trail and some of the you know, projects that you guys have going on? I mean, obviously, we will have them direct them to the website and have them check it out and sign up and get involved. But uh... Well, Michael, I appreciate your uh, uh, interest in... I can tell you prepared for this interview and uh, it's people like you, truthfully, who will spread the word, who will uh, make people aware, more people aware of what the North Country Trail is all about, what the Chief Noonday chapter is all about. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. I very much appreciate you coming on. I've been long wanted to have somebody from the NCT um, system on. I started my YouTube channel actively about two, two and a half years ago, and I started with just showing hiking videos of trails around my area. And it kind of grew from there until a history channel because that seemed to be the direction I was most interested in. And that's how I started this podcast. But I always have a deep affinity for the hiking trails and the people that maintain them, that keep them so special for those that want to go out and use them. And it's just more people need to avail themselves of it. I mean, the, the North Country Trail goes through some great sections right here where I live in Battle Creek. I mean, it goes through the Ott Biological Preserve. It goes through downtown Battle Creek. It goes through Kimball Pines. Uh, even goes out through the uh, out towards Augusta through the uh, Fort Custer National Cemetery. And uh, it's just every, every section along the way, like you said, it is, it's just different pearls that are different from other sections that are just wonderful. And I really enjoy uh, hiking the trail so anything i can do to support you guys that would be that's definitely on my agenda thanks again mike well i've been speaking with dave cornell from the chief noonday chapter here in southwest michigan of the north country trail and if you'd like to find out more about their organization check out the links in the show note descriptions and definitely become a member at the very least just stay informed and tell your family and friends about it you may even have friends that own property right next to the trail that they could probably take an active role in supporting the hiking culture and it's really good for tourism in our state as well when a big hiking culture builds up just look at um, all the length of the appalachian trail and all of the commerce that's developed along that trail supporting all of those hikers and if we can build that here in michigan with the north country trail that would be a fantastic thing if you'd like to reach out to me you can find me at michaeldelaware.com i am always happy to hear from my listeners and if you like today's show please take a minute to leave a rating or review on whatever app that you are listening on and until next time when we take another journey into yesterday and we explore even more fascinating tales of Southwest Michigan's past. Thank you for listening.